It's Sunday, 11.59 p.m. Monday's approaching. You're dreading the week. You're waiting for my episode to drop, but nothing comes up. You're sad, and so am I. You've missed me. I've missed you guys so much more. But I'm back, and I'm ready to make it up to you guys. Just give me one more chance, I promise. Welcome to These Things Happen. Where do I begin? It's been about two months since my premiere episode, and ideally, there should have been so much more content out. So much has happened um, within these past few weeks. I know that's no excuse, but you'll hear about it in the next upcoming episodes. Um, Last week, I was in um, Tennessee for Bonnaroo, as some of you saw on my Instagram story, but then Bonnaroo got canceled, and then I went to Nashville, and then my life has just kind of been really crazy since then, but I'm back, and I'm here. And then I had some content sorted out to post while I was away, but then something happened with the audio, and I couldn't even use it, so I was just like, ugh, then I went to like a hole for like another week, and here we are. So I want to talk about my first episode just for a little bit. Dick in the mouth, if you I hope you've heard it by now, um, you've had plenty of time to. I interviewed a really good friend of mine who loves sucking dick in the classiest way. She was giving me some tips as I am still learning. But then you hear the trailer and people are like, but you're, you're a virgin, you know, but you're talking about sucking dick. Yes, as crazy as it sounds, I have never had intercourse. I'm still a virgin. So... This episode is called How Did We Get Here? Because a lot of you want to know how did I go from being a virgin to sucking dick? And that's what this episode is going to be about. We're going to just dive into my childhood a little more. So, like I said um, in the trailer, I was very sheltered growing up. My mom did not let me leave my house unless it was for church or something that was going on in broad daylight. She was just so strict on me, not in a hard way. She just wanted to protect me from everything. Um, During the weekends, you could find me in my room, watching Vine, reading Star Wars fan fiction all night, and then I'd be in church all day Sunday. But I didn't mind it because um, that's all I really knew. You know, my mom didn't really open my eyes to the world yet so I was content with my childhood and I was kind of fugly anyway you know guys weren't really looking my way I was a late bloomer if you will I didn't learn how to use a tampon until about three years ago and I still don't like using them my mom taught me traditional values don't have sex before marriage don't have a child out of wedlock even though she had me out of wedlock I didn't even think kissing someone was allowed until I was like 18 It's not like anyone wanted to kiss me anyway. She had essentially put the fear of being physical with a man in my head. But I guess it was just because she didn't want me to get hurt, even though that was bound to happen anyway. I miss my mom every day. She was my best friend, you know, and she raised me so well in different aspects, but Because of some of her teachings, it made me really naive to a lot of things. How mean people can be, how cruel, and how others don't take consideration. 
into someone else's feelings. When I would ask her for relationship advice, she would always tell me to find someone that loves my heart. But to do that, I had to learn how to love it myself first. And I'm still trying to figure out what that means. So when I got my first car, finally, I feel like that's when my life kind of began. I was able to go out more and experience things because I wasn't so constricted to asking my mom for rides everywhere. And I was able to have finally some independence and freedom. And this wasn't until I was, I didn't get my car until I was like 20. So it was the start of my, I was about to start my senior year in college. It was the end of 2017. I had just turned 21 um, after hooking up with this guy that I had a crush on in college. Um, the guy that had my first wiener that was ever in my mouth. Um, I talked about him a little bit in the first episode. And we, that whole situation like went fine. You know, I wasn't upset after, after a while, I just realized I don't think I was that attracted to him. And I wanted to kind of experience that hookup culture a little more. Like, oh, this was fun. This went well. I want to do this again. And at the time, I was working at a movie theater, and I cannot tell you how much fun I had working at this movie theater when I was a kid. I worked there for like five years. Me and the staff and the managers, everyone was so close, and I met some of my closest friends that I'm friends with today working at this movie theater. And there was this one guy that used to work there. I will call him, um, I'm going to call him Mr. Muscle Man because he had an amazing body, chef's kiss, beautiful chocolate man. I cannot um, exaggerate that enough. And he wasn't really the type of guy I liked, um, but I wanted to try something different. I started to, I was just looking at him, kind of checking him out over the summer, just started to think. Like, what if he looked at me the way I looked at him? What if I sat on his face? What if he could be my next, like, casual hookup? And there was like, oh, there it is, me, Alexis. I was going to start my hoofies. <laughs> Still being afraid of actually talking to guys and telling them how I feel, I told two of my friends um, that worked there, because I know they were really cool with Mr. Muscle Man. So I was like to one of my girlfriends that I knew was like cool with him. I was like, hey, do you think Mr. Muscle Man would like be into me and like maybe want to like casually like hang out one night? And she was like, oh, my God, I'm going to text him right now. So we're sitting we're sitting there. She texts him. He texts her back. No, well, she texts him like, hey, like um, Lex is into you. Like, are you do you find her attractive? And he was like, yeah. And he and then uh, she was like, well, talk to her because like uh, she's feeling you. And, and he was like, all right, bet I'm going to hit her up. So I'm like, well, that was easy. I didn't have to talk to him. I didn't have to tell him. It could have been so simple. Hey, I think you're cute. Do you want to hang out? I just can't do that. I was sitting there twiddling my thumbs, freaking out, trying to tell this man that I was interested in him. And I was relieved that I wasn't going to have to do that. I could just start this hookup phase because even with the guy that I hooked up with in college, he approached me first, which is what I'm normally used to and more comfortable with. So the next day I step into work and I was bombarded with questions from half of the staff. Even one of our managers knew that I wanted to um, 
hang out with Mr. Muscleman. Everyone wanted to know about it. Unfortunately, that was kind of just a culture at my job. Everything was very high school. Everyone knew everything. Looking back now, it was honestly kind of toxic, but at the time it was so fun because we were younger. Everyone was so close, so everyone wasn't everyone's business. I, did, I didn't expect my two friends to go run and tell the whole staff that I was kind of interested in Mr. Muscle Man. So um, after I get settled into work, um, Mr. Muscle Man walks by and I'm like, hey, how you doing? And he stopped and he just kind of like smiled and waved. But I noticed like his energy was kind of different. He was awkward. He had never really talked that much anyway. He was kind of quiet. But the few times we did talk, it was always playful and fun. So I was like, oh, God, like, does he know that everyone's, like, talking about us? Maybe it made it weird for him, whatever. I don't know. He was kind of a private person, but even as a child, I've been an open book. I'm putting all my shit out on this podcast, you know. I don't care if everyone knows what's going on in my life. I never really did. Um, but throughout that week, employees are in both of our ears. Did you talk to her? Did you talk to him? What's going to happen? Are you guys going to hang out? it just kind of got to a point where we just stopped talking to each other. And this was over a span of like three weeks as it's so, it, it, it was just getting so weird. And it felt like a, like a low grade, like reality show. So a few more days go by and we hadn't talked me and Mr. Muscle Man. So I go talk to my friend that had asked him originally, would he want to hang out with me? I said, hey, like, have you talked to him? Because he has not talked to me. And I just don't know, like, what went wrong. And then, yeah, and then she was like, yeah, I talked to him. And he was just like, well, if she liked me, why didn't she just come talk to me? And then it was because I was nervous. And she even told him, it was like, because she's nervous, she's younger than you, you know, she doesn't, like, know how to talk to guys. So it made me realize I was going to try to, have to do the unthinkable, tell a guy I want to hang out with him. <laughs> I had never done that before. This was going to be my first time at 20 years old trying to tell a guy, I'm into you, I want to hang out. Again, something so simple that 7 and 10-year-olds can do, but I just can't. So one night, it was like a random Friday, and I was at work, Mr. Muscle Man was working, our manager that kind of was in our business was working, Duran and DJ were there, I can put their names out, and a few other friends um, were also there. All the main characters, if you will, were there. My two friends that had told Mr. Muscle Man that I liked him were there, you know, so the um, it was it was on. Tonight had to be the night I would tell this man that I like him and want to hang out with him. So... I wish I was exaggerating. I Before I even tried, I I had broke out in hives at least twice in the bathroom, and I hyperventilated a couple times. Again, I'm just trying to tell a guy I want to hang out with him, and I just couldn't do it because a part of me was just still kind of attached to this, like, fugly church kid. And I still have those days, but even when I was 20 years old, it was still pretty bad. So... He was, uh, Mr. Muscle Man was cleaning movie theaters and I was working in the concession stand, I think. And my manager pulled me out. He was like, you, and imagine how petty this is. Like my manager is yelling at me to go tell this man that I like him. Cause it was just affecting the whole work staff at this point. He was like, you need to go out and tell Mr. Muscle Man 
how you feel and figure it out because it's affecting the whole entire staff. I'm going to send you home. I was going to get sent home if I didn't tell this man that I simply want to hang out with him or just try to fix it because the, everything was just so weird with everyone at, at the time. So I really didn't want to. And um, I was like, all right, I can, I can do this. After my hives and breakouts, it's like, I guess I can try to go tell this guy I like him. So, um, yeah, no, he's in the movie theater. So I go grab this little broom and I go into the movie theater. He, it's, he's in there by himself. So I go in there and I'm just like, Hey, he's like, hi. And I was like, so I know you heard everything that, um, everyone's been saying. And he just goes, yeah. And he's just really giving me like one word replies. I'm like, okay, he doesn't want to talk to me. So. I was like, okay, bye. Louis said, okay, bye, and left. And I, you know, I come out the movie theater, and my manager was like, so what happened? Like, and then everyone's like, what's going on? Are you guys gonna hang out? And I'm like, no, guys, I really don't think he's into it anymore. Like, everyone knowing probably turned him off. I just want to leave it alone because he really seemed like he didn't want to talk to me in the movie theater. And they're like, no, you have to finish. You have to. You have to let him know. Oh my god, I can't even. <laughs> my my brain is so scrambled. This happened so long ago. Everyone was like, no, you got to finish telling him how you feel. Because I think he does like you. Everyone, again, just in our ear, so many different thoughts and comments from everyone. I'm like, all right, all right, I'll try a little later. I can't do it right now because I'm still shaking. Literally, my hand, I was shaking. So a little, we get a little later in the evening. Um, I'm in concessions just doing my thing. And he comes in and everyone, <laughs> it's like this awkward silence. Everyone's looking at me, cutting their eyes, looking at Mr. Muscle Man, like seeing like what's going to happen. And then literally my one friend shouts across the, the concession stands, you're going to tell him now or I'm going to tell him. And I'm like, oh my God. And I think everyone was just making it worse. So I'm like, I just took a deep breath and I go in the back. I'm like, hey. Um, and he's just looking at me smiling. Um, I don't think he knew what to say. And, and I was like, so I know you heard everything, what everyone's been saying. And he just looks at, well, he kind of just like looks at it and he's like, yeah, it's okay. I heard about it. It's cool. And then just walked out concession. And I was like, oh, oh okay, bye. And everyone just looks at me like, are you serious? It was devastating. I'm trying to tell this man, I'm sorry that everyone found out but I do like you and I would like to hang out do you want to hang out with me and he didn't even really give me the chance to I guess he was just too the situation was too far gone but that was my first time trying to tell a guy that I liked him and he didn't even look me in the eye and just kind of treated it like whatever so to him it was just you know dirt off your shoulders but I literally looked so defeated after I kid you not I'm literally two minutes later I'm like crying in the corner of concessions eating peanut butter cups and diet sodas and it was just it was bad it was bad even my manager came out and apologized for pushing it because at that point I was just really sad it was a bad night I remember my friends um (laughs) taking me out for ice cream after I literally had a broken heart, <laughs> my sensitive ass. So it was, it was bad. After that, I don't think we really talked much. 
that was so long ago now. I think I saw him, I want to say about a year ago, and I think he's doing good. He's still a beautiful chocolate man. But um, I guess it just will never be. And I think a part of me is still really scarred from that situation. To this day, I haven't really told a man, I haven't been able to tell a man in person, hey, I like you, let's hang out. Hey, I want to sit on your face. Unless I'm talking to like my sugar daddy or something. It's, I just can't do it. I don't know why. It's so weird, you know, because I, I can go out, you know, I love going out. You'll find me in the middle of the dance floor, double fisting, shaking ass with my girls. And I love it. I love going out. I'm an outgoing person. But when it comes to talking to guys, especially in person, I just become this awkward weirdo. I guess I'm still attached to that story. And I try to forget it. You know, it's honestly an issue I should probably talk to my therapist about, but haven't yet. I try to make Megan Thee Stallion proud every day. And some days I let her down. I let her down then. But it's, um, that's kind of where I'm at. The next few hookups I had, and even the ones I've had recently, they were guys online that I met like through dating apps. And I want to meet people. I want to hook up and I, I want to, a part of me also wants to connect, but it's just like, how? And I'm still a virgin, but how can I continue to casually do this and also be more confident when I'm doing it? As corny as this sounds, um, what I'm kind of waiting for is just to be someone's first choice. I I don't want to wait until I'm married to have sex. I want to experience a couple wieners, you know, before someone ties me down, if someone wants to tie me down. I, I go out with my girls and I have so much fun and, you know, guys pay for our drinks and they talk to us and they hit on us, but... A lot of them, you know, even back then when I was younger and in my early 20s, even though I'm still kind of in my early 20s, but even still, like going out 20, 21, 22, even now and I'm 25, guys would always usually go for all my girlfriends first. And then after all of them reject them, that's when the guys would finally talk to me. It happened then and it still happens now. And I just don't get like, why would I want to talk to you? Why would I want to have sex with you? Why would I want to put your wiener in my mouth? I wasn't your first choice. I just want to be someone's first choice. I don't think that's really much to ask for. So until that happens, your girl will still be a virgin. I don't know if that'll keep wieners out my mouth. It has for a while. I'm kind of taking a break, but we'll see what happens. But I did just download Hinge again, and I have been going out a lot more. So we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. Thank you all so much for listening. I am so excited for the upcoming topics that I'm going to share with you guys. We're going to talk about my sugar daddies. We're going to talk about orgasming. We're going to talk about butt stuff and so much more. And you're going to see how these things really happen in my life. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Don Cheese. Don Cheese.